Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio. Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com. And to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And, as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle. I don't know if you're driving, going on a hike, curled up in a ball, exercising, walking, running going on a long drive, some gas station coffee. I don't know what you're doing. But here we are, you and me, and I am glad. And I do have to start by saying I'm grateful. I have no desire to drink today. Say that every show endlessly fascinates me how How often I hear it's not a problem for me anymore, and I guess I'm good. We have a daily reprieve that's contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition, and that's it. And I never forget that. What is the what is the um, status of my spiritual condition? That is what that's what I think about. life depends on that. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's Mix with some Don Francisco's hazelnut, and I want to talk about that for a second because we ran out of Don Francisco's hazelnut, and in a pinch, we got some other hazelnut, and I forgot why I always talk about Don Francisco's and why I'm so in love with it. Every other hazelnut, except for one, that I've ever had tastes like chemicals. It tastes flavored. It does not taste like hazelnut. That includes, I mean, every hazelnut I have usually sucks. It just, it's not good. So if I've never had Don Francisco's and I heard me talking about Don Francisco's hazelnut, I would assume, wrongly, that it's just like every other hazelnut. It's not. Don Francisco's does not taste flavored. It tastes like hazelnut. It's it's a trip. The other one that's really good is Gloria Jean's. I can't vouch for it out of a Keurig. I think Keurig makes all coffee taste not so good, but just the good old-fashioned ground hazelnut beans from Gloria Jean's, those are good, too. Wow. But 
Don Francisco. So today I got, I was out getting ready for this comedy show. It was with my friend Katie. Hi, Katie. If you're listening, and uh, I got three cans just to be not in that position anytime soon. It was, it was from, it was from this place called Sprouts. Supposed to be really good, but it does not, it's not good. I'll throw it out. Anyways, I'm sure that's why you tuned in. You wanted to hear all about coffee. It's just funny because I always talk about that Don Francisco's hazelnut like it's special, but it's special. I'm going to read from Emmett Fox around the year. It's a book that I enjoy reading in the morning. I read the one from about five days ago. It's called The Gracious Will of God. It's from July 19th. I read parts of this. You ready for this? If you have the book, it's called Around the Year with Emma Fox. The Gracious Will of God. I'll read this and talk about it. A tragic mistake that is often made is to assume that the will of God is bound to be something very dull and uninviting, if not positively unpleasant. tragic mistake that is often made is to assume that the will of God is bound to be something very dull and uninviting, if not positively unpleasant. Now, I don't feel that way anymore, but I felt that way for a solid, I don't know, I want to say five years, four years, six years. Eight years? I don't know. I felt that way for years. That God's will is something unpleasant. Something dull. I talked about it that way. I talked about it as if it just sucks. Well, I gotta do God's will, though. Well, I'm gonna do contrary action. I'm not going to do what I actually want to do. I'll do this dull, uninviting, unpleasant thing instead. Consciously or not, some persons look upon God as a hard taskmaker or a severe parent. Too often their prayers amount to something like this. Please, God, give me such and such a boon, which I sorely need. But I don't suppose you will, because you won't think it's good for me. Ever pray like that? I prayed like that for years. Subconsciously. Consciously. I want this, but I'm not going to get it. You don't want it for me. Needless to say, a prayer of this sort is answered as all prayers are answered according to the faith of the subject. That is to say, the boon is not granted. 
The truth is, the will of God for us always means greater freedom, greater self-expression, newer and brighter experience, wider opportunity of service to others, life more abundant. That's always the will of God. I don't remember when I started to actually believe that. But I believe it today. In fact, I... It feels like a knowing in my... In my heart, based on my experience, that... God wants me to be happy, joyous, and free. I'm going to read this now. I'm going to go back to the um, big book. Read something. It's a little page called 133. Very first full sentence. We are sure God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. We cannot subscribe to the belief that this life is a veil of tears, though it once was just that for many of us. It is clear that we made our own misery. God didn't do it. Avoid, then, the deliberate manufacture of misery. But if trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate his omnipotence. But I really did worry for many years that God's will just sucks. It's going to be unpleasant. It's going to be undesirable. It's going to be boring. My plan's exciting. God's plan's stupid. His plan is like constricting my plans like more freedom my plan is like I can do more I can be more and say more and express more if I just do it my own way and keep God out of this and I have come to experience the opposite of that is true Do you think God wants you to be happy? Or do you look at God as a severe parent? Like he said there. Do you think about this? I go through long stretches where I don't even think about this, but I read it this week and I thought, I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. 
And then I think yesterday's reading, he said, there's no problem that's bigger than God. God is bigger than any problem. I was thinking, that's why I always say at the end that everything's okay. That's the reason why. I say that, so... I'm going to wrap it up for the day and say, if anybody does need to hear it, I'll say that everything's okay. i got to go sign some autographs. Get ready for my comedy show. And, um... Just kidding about the autographs. Anyways, I'm going to try and be funny today. I just... If you saw me, you'd say, he's thinking something funny. He could say something funny, but he's deciding not to. Because he's also very disciplined and smart. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm very tired. Okay, I'm going to go. I got to see Chelsea and Kelly yesterday. It was great. Um, give a shout out to... Chelsea and Kelly and Cass. Give a shout out to Tom, John Barleycorn, Tony and Dave. And um, I don't know who else is listening. I don't know who listens to this. If you feel like writing me, drop me a line. Sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. And I do not know why my life was saved, but I'm going to go try to live a life that's worth saving. Thank you.